Hey, we're the Flick Chicks. I'm Ann. And I'm Monica. And this is the episode where we've never met nobody, met nobody <laughs> like you. Have friends and I have buddies. I don't the know. Way the way you die. It's true. Oh, that's better. You're probably. But they don't turn my tummy. tummy the, way the way you do. You do. That was good. I've never met, met nobody, nobody like you. you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, this is an announcement that me and Monica are going on tour. I thought. Yeah. You guys oh, I was going to say that we are officially four townies, but <laughs> that works as well. We're going on tour with them, you know? Like the least we can oh do. yeah groupies yes. yeah, yeah yeah all right guys if you could not tell from that reference we are going to be um reviewing turning red the newest pixar movie oop, that oop. was released a maybe like a week or two ago i guess maybe uh two, two weeks ago ago no i don't know mm, in march okay? some <laughs> time ago <laughs> yes uh, recently that's yeah, all recently. we could say so yeah we're gonna be doing a short recap um, or maybe I'll just highlight the premise, honestly. <laughs> and then yeah. we'll talk about <laughs> things we like, things we didn't, and then finally give it a letter grade. Um, per usual, yes. for our usual roasting movie by the exactly. fire series mm-hmm. format. Yes. If you're new here, the veterans know what we're talking about. If you're new here, welcome. Welcome, yeah. Yeah, if you've been here, you know you know what's about to go exactly. down. Exactly. Okay, so Turning Red is a coming-of-age movie. Set in 2004, I'm not from, or is it 2002? I think it's 2002. Yes. And it stars Mei Lee. She's like a 13-year-old girl. Who, Mei Lin Lee. Mei Lin Lee. Thank you. Who, <laughs> um, she, <laughs> she comes from, so she's a Chinese-Canadian. I guess that, I don't, I, it's relevant to the story. <laughs> she, she comes. It is relevant to the story. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. She comes from a line of, uh, well, I would say her ancestors are known for um, be, like their, I guess their emblem. I don't know what the proper word is, but basically they, they're the red panda is like the spiritual animal of her family, basically. And she grows up mm-hmm. um, tending to a temple with her mom and her dad. Like that's what they, they do, like a family business. And um, she has her friends. She, so she's a normal 13 year old girl. But then uh, one day, um, after a very embarrassing moment with her mom, we could say she f- she starts to feel a lot of emotions, okay? And she mm-hmm. literally turns into a red panda. And then her parents end up revealing that, like from her mom's um, lineage, that her great-great-great-great-great-grandma like actually asked the, the gods to turn her into a red panda to defend herself from like her, from the army in her country or in her village. Like there was beef there and that gift <laughs> yeah there. that gift became more of a they call it a nuisance or a <laughs> inconvenience yeah um because the they still have that gift that once they come of age so around like 13 14 example for example um they also turn into red pandas whenever they feel strong emotions like sh- anger sadness not really anything mm-hmm. and they do a ritual each like each all the women in her family have this condition but um on her mom's side but they do a perform a ritual that can only happen when there's a full moon outside um and this ritual helps them like capture the red panda spirit in a in a some type of uh oh my goodness like pen jewelry, jewelry pen, item like an item i forget what it's i'm why am i saying horcrux like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what it is yeah it literally is but basically the spirit of the panda can be put into an object so that they don't turn into a panda and as long as they keep it with them they won't turn into the panda um when they get angry or whatever so um may lynn lee's uh ceremony is like from when she turns into a panda it's like two or three weeks away but um and she plans on not showing up at school at all to just avoid it but then her friends kind of convince her to come to school anyways because she realizes that when she thinks about her friends like it's easier for her to control the panda period and mm-hmm. um just i'm gonna fast forward so long story short the the more she uses the panda the harder it is to you know undo the panda when the ceremony comes but she's using it for a bunch of reasons specifically she wants to raise money to go to a concert with her friends and 
people be paying f- to see the panda so that's what's happening mm-hmm. they start a whole business a whole business it's giving Just entrepreneurs enough money exactly. yeah because they really want to go to this boy band mm-hmm. uh concert yeah because they're all four townies exactly which means yeah they're part of the fan club of the four, four town, town which, which is, is a boy a, band a boy band that is coming to toronto right mm-hmm. and yeah i would say the big like twist uh, or the climax at the not the climax but this part at the the third act twist let's say is that she realizes mm. that the concert is actually on the day of her ceremony like she missed mm-hmm. it and then she gets really upset by this and almost like or basically attacks one of her classmates um as the panda and basically her mom finds out like kind of what's been going on but Maylin lee kind of throws her friends under the bus rather than owning up to you know her part mm-hmm. in it so her mom is like it's cool we're gonna take you home and then her friends are like fine we'll go to the concert without her and then during the ceremony where she's supposed to you know get the panda taken out she realizes that you know i guess she has a lot of good memories with the panda at this point like being the panda and that she this is not what she wants maylin lee thinks that so she stops the ceremony and she decides to go to the concert by herself and there's like this really cool sequence where she's like flipping between human and panda which i thought was really cool Mm -hmm. and um her mom is upset by this and she actually her necklace ends up getting broken which is was her like thing that kept her panda spirit in and she turns into the biggest panda i've ever seen okay like god oh my goodness panda like, <laughs> like maylin lee was like a seven foot tall panda yes. like you know like bigger than like the a mascot size that they, but yeah oh this goodness. lady's literally like a hundred feet like tall. dangerous like i'm surprised that that her grandma only got that little cut i was like that's it <laughs> yeah no for some reason her mom is like this, this ginormous panda <laughs> yeah so um sorry what was it so basically yeah she goes to the concert she kind of apologizes to her friends but her mom ends up confronting her at the concert as a seven like what we said like 11 12 feet tall whatever panda 12 we're talking 100 i don't even know how she's taller than the rogers center i I think that's maybe about that's a little more than 12 probably that's just two six feet people (laughs) yeah but she's humongous okay she's godzilla on steroids that's what i'm saying you're thinking godzilla like bigger than you know bigger than the hulk i guess yeah so maylin is like hulk size yeah she's mom is like you know gigantic oh my goodness she's like (laughs) ant-man when he's really feeling uh, no even honestly yeah yeah yeah, like maybe a little bit bigger than that when he like when he he goes giant yeah the the flying person i forget who anyways yeah about that tall sorry (laughs) very tall guys (laughs) so i'm sure you probably already watched the movie you're like i get it skip (laughs) it okay so basically her and her mom have this huge confrontation and um let's just skip like she you know they have to perform the ceremony on the mom because the mom's wilding again so they do it her mom basically is like destroying the rodney yeah she's destroying that she is she's gonna cause some some casualties so they're like we better yeah i don't know how she didn't kill anyone facts i was like that is the most (laughs) somehow everyone escaped unharmed (laughs) yeah so she ends up turning back into a pan uh turning sorry back into a human with the pendant um but maylin lee actually chooses to keep her red panda uh, powers let's call them that and um basically we'll discuss it more but her and her mom's relationship has changed now like she's supposed to supposedly more honest with her because it's kind of a theme mm-hmm. that she hasn't been honest with her mom throughout the whole thing and her mom is kind of like i guess like your typical like overbearing yes you know immigrant parent where like like she's yeah. like trying to be very involved in her daughter's life and her daughter like feels like she has a lot to owe yeah, like she owes something to her mom mm-hmm. i guess so yeah. yeah so yeah she like she has a perfectionism complex our main character mostly from sh- what the expectations she has from her mom and and we learn that her mom kind of has the exact same relationship with her mom so it's like passed down like generational trauma mm-hmm. anyways so then uh yeah basically it ends with Maylin lee um like embracing the panda and that's kind of the end of it and she's obviously back with her friends and everything's cool so the end the end. the end. <laughs> All right, that was a recap. It was in nine minutes. Not, not, not upset about it. Not too bad, obviously. And then obviously, there's other like themes that are explored in the movie, like going through puberty mm-hmm. and like friendship. Yeah, some and, people would say you know, the panda 
is an allegory for, or is it not an allegory? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, the panda is supposed to be an allegory for puberty. Yes. Which I so, am, I understood that, yeah. I can see that, mm-hmm. yeah. Because then it's like every emotion you feel is like super strong yeah. now. And like you feel like you can't hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it causes all these problems sure. and whatnot. It's funny because like at the, when she first turns into a panda, her mom Think she's, like yeah. m- mistakes it for her ha- getting her period. Mm-hmm. So it's like she thinks that she had just gotten her period. And she's like, did the red flower bloom? Yeah. And she's like, uh, I'm red, but. Yeah, but not in the way you think. Ah, not in the way you think (laughs) all right um do you want to start with things you liked yeah yeah um i I like the movie (laughs) i liked everything oh yeah i don't know i feel like this is gonna be kind of boring for me but like i couldn't like think of anything wrong with it really interesting i i just thought it was really good i thought it was super cute okay first of all i'll say like the one thing i really liked is how accurate it is that's like literally what it says was pretty very accurate to how a 13 year old would just so accurate to like yeah exactly like being 13 being like a 13 year old girl Mm -hmm. being a 13 year old girl who has immigrant parents being a 13 year old girl's immigrant parents in toronto like like, canada like i I, aim at us immediately (laughs) i was literally like this movie was for me like literally all i'm missing is just being chinese but anyway (laughs) like like it was just like so accurate and like I just I really liked just how they portrayed I guess Maitland as a character mm-hmm. like just her personality I feel like was really like interesting to see like yeah just her whole thing especially with like you know I remember at the beginning of the movie like her friends were telling her oh, we're going to go karaoke and she's like oh but I have to go home mm-hmm. and they were like oh she's all brainwashed or whatever but she's like well I like I have uh, responsibilities yes. like at home or whatever like it just made a, it was like really relatable I like I, I get that mm-hmm. and like I loved like the portrayal of like the female friendships like i feel like this movie was very like female centered like obviously there's maylin and then her friends and then her mom Mm -hmm. like i feel like it's very much like a a girl like experience yeah yeah um and like i just really liked how it was like friendship was like a big thing and like again as someone who was also a fangirl Mm -hmm. growing up like the experience is just so accurate yeah like you know what i mean yeah for sure and just like crushing on boys like doing all that stuff like it was just it's just it's really accurate it's really relatable i think and i think um like it's a really good story like i'm glad that it's like there's something like that uh geared towards like that age group Mm -hmm. that's not afraid to like like actually show real things like you know like she's worried oh she thinks that she got her period or like she knows she's making like fan art for like this guy that she is like has a crush on or like they're like screaming about this boy band like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like just like simple like things that i feel like girls are very like ridiculed for yes um, for sure but they're shown in like a like a normal like this is just a normal girl teenage girl experience Mm -hmm. type of thing you know and um yeah i thought it was really funny and like really cute and like it was just a fun movie. Yeah. And the music, oh, so good. The song is catchy as hell. That's I'm about to be a four townie at this Yo. point. Like, I, the scene at the end, we were just talking about this right before we started recording, yep. but the scene at the end when they did a, a reprise or whatever of that, the one song, I think it's like, um, Nobody Like You is what it's called officially. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Nobody Like You? Okay, yeah. The the main, like, song, I guess, that the Four Town sings, they did, like, a reprise of it um, at the end when they're doing, like, the ceremony. So, like, there's, like, the women who are, like, chanting in in Cantonese, like, to do the ceremony. And then they start singing the song at the Mm -hmm. same time. And he hits this high note. Oh, my gosh. It's so literally literally just there, like, doing their whatever and uh, chanting. And then they're just like, I've never met nobody. And he's, like, doing all these oh it's so good a plus <laughs> and like and i, I was the literally crowd, there, i was like, like started yeah. doing it too like they were like yeah yeah literally everyone just started like singing mm-hmm. along. oh my god it was so fun i just loved it yeah. and i think like it was very like it had some good emotional moments too with like the family mm-hmm. and like stuff like that so yeah yeah i just i liked a lot of it i was trying to th- like make a list of things i didn't like and it I really hard. couldn't think of anything like explicit i guess i get that yeah. i didn't like no i had time to because i did talk with my roommate about it so i think i had time to like really articulate what worked and what i would have i won't say like i didn't like but what should have been in there i think that's more mm. more my standpoint but i 100 yeah. agree with like just to sum up things we liked um it was so accurate to how a 13 year old acts slash like mm-hmm. would experience things i 
I won't even acknowledge like apparently there's people who are like uh, a 13 year old would never like do this fanfic no. stuff. I was like, if you ever, you even st- if you start anything saying like, oh, but at 13, what I would be like, no, nah. everything she did in this movie I was, like, was exactly never what she should have done. Girl, <laughs> yeah, no, like no. Either you've never met one or you've never been I'm one. I'm like, what do you think? I... What, who's on what pad? What? Yeah, girl, exactly. I was on what pad when I was like 12. Yeah, I know like, that's 11. what I'm like. Like, girl. Girl. <laughs> like, those are like people writing like. So drawing yeah. is like not that hard. Like, come on. Oh like, yeah, no, 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 goodness, no. goodness. I no, mean, yeah. I'm saying like to start drawing, not literally drawing. Drawing obviously is, is a very skilled uh, thing. But I'm just oh saying. yeah, no, but like you know, yeah. drawing like your crush and exactly. she drew him as like a mermaid or whatever. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, and that I thought happened. it was so <laughs> accurate how she was like, like all her friends are like, oh he's hot, he's hot, and she's like, Ugh, I don't see it. And then she like, you know, it kind of, mm-hmm. it kind of is significant to like how kind of puberty works, like. A lot of yeah, the, and then like it's funny. She only starts see, thinking of him as cute like later on, right? Versus after she becomes the panda or whatever. Exactly. So. so I feel like it shows how like some people's like um, experience with attraction of like whoever they like um, can be either slower or faster. So like you can mm-hmm. be the last exactly. one in your friends to start being attracted to if you you don't. Not everybody is, but if you yeah. are, it can be you know at a different progression than other people, and it's like completely fine. And that's definitely something that happens. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my second note was the songs were catchy as hell. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was. It was a well done movie, definitely. Um. But like, I guess I'll go into things I didn't like or things that I guess. I, yeah, maybe once you say things like I'll like you be might. Like, oh, you yeah, might. True, I don't think you'll but... disagree with the points. It could like it's again. It's just like a little cherry on top to make it because mm-hmm. this is what I'll say. This is still is a Pixar movie, right? And yeah. I do look to Pixar to like like knock me out emotionally right and i felt like there were there was one particular moment where i really thought they were gonna get me and they didn't and that's okay that's fine Mm. but this is like one of the least like sad right the least sad pixar movies are known for being like very sad or like bittersweet or like you know just people dying people yeah i mean uh but this one is notoriously or notably i guess more upbeat it is more upbeat Definitely. But I thought there was this one moment where I thought they could like kind of touch upon what like Inside Out did a little bit Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. with the with the like like relationships changing like between families for me particularly was like there was the part where she lied to her mom about why she could control the panda. She told her that she thinks of the people she loves most in the world. And then she told her it's she thinks of her mom. Which was not the case. Mm. She was thinking of her friends, right? And I don't even remember that. You don't remember that? Yeah, like no. she. she t- I thought she was telling her that she, her friends because she thought of. Her no, friends. she literally said, oh. "You guys like her parents." <laughs> and then, yeah, and yeah, her yeah, mom okay. even bragged to it uh, to her aunties and stuff because they were like, "How can your daughter like control the panda?" You remember? Like she was a little like, "I don't mm. think so." And then she was like, "She can because she thinks of me and it works out." And like she was like, ah, yeah like because she lied oh my yeah God. so that point wasn't ever addressed ever again right and i thought it would have made a really good like conversation for because mm. i think they were hinting to that like i think it's just natural for parents especially if you um relate to one parent the more most like maybe mother-daughter relationships specifically yeah where the daughter starts to like distance herself a little bit and like mm. not on some like I don't love you anymore, mom type vibe. It's just like my friends are kind of like you're not the most important person. Yes, in my life. you're not necessarily the most. And I thought or like the only the only right. And I thought anymore. they were gonna yeah. make it because it was very much like her mom was mad at her because she like betrayed her. Like that's how she felt. Like when she turned into mm. Godzilla, she was like, <laughs> "How could she do this to me?" Like to her own mother. It was very much like, yeah. like I like we have this special relationship, and how could she like do something? Like, she took it too personal, I think. The mom, right? Yeah. And I thought they were going to address that. Like, I thought the... I thought it was a little... mm, Not my favorite that the reason that the mom, like, uh, uh, fell or whatever was because... uh, What's her name? Malin, like, literally hit her (laughs) in the face. (laughs) I was like... I really expected her to say something mean. Like, that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought she was going to say something like... I literally thought it was going to be the lie. Like, I thought she was going to be like, I like I love my friends the most. Like, they're the reason that I calmed down. You're the reason that I turned into the panda in the first place. Because Loki, that kind of was the case. It's true, right? though. Yeah. So I, no, thought, I, see that. I thought they would address that. And then later her come back and be like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I said that, but that's not true. Like, 
it's just that there's other people in my life who are really important to me and that doesn't mean you're less important to me it's just like I gotta make room for for new people in my life basically and to find my own way whatever I thought they would do that and they didn't and I feel like if they did the movie would be like like to me like top five or something on like the the Pixar list for me personally because I thought Mm. the elements were like really lining up but I just felt like for me personally the emotional payoff wasn't like there because I don't think like I don't know I I understand what they were trying to do I still think they tried to get it with the whole when her mom was trying to get her through the the mirror or whatever yeah and she was like like during the ceremony during the ceremony and she's like I don't want our relationship to change and I thought that was good like I thought it was like close but I feel like they could have like really um like doubled down on that and I think some people have been this is my biggest criticism I really don't have any other ones but um, (laughs) that's why I'm like I can ramble with this one I guess but um some people have criticized the movie for um there's a lot of criticisms that I'm like you're stupid but this one I can kind of see some people said that um for younger kids it's harder for them to catch what the lesson was and i do agree with that because i was watching it with my little sister yeah i mean and then, yeah i can see that yes. too because it is like like i said it is very like geared to older yes like kids like like tweens and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that and i feel so that i understand yeah and i feel like um there wasn't and if you notice there wasn't a point where may lynn apologized to her mom like to her to her like she might have cried like after she like passed out, yeah. but there wasn't like that conversation like, "Hey, mom, like sorry I knocked you out. I just can't get over how that actually <laughs> happened." Like she was like, "What?" And her mom was like, "What the heck?" But that I do think, and I know like it's nitpicky, but for a children's movie, I do think those kind of things are important. You do need to be sometimes more explicit with um, like resolutions because kids need to learn that like this is how you resolve conflict right. so yeah. i do no i that yeah. that i understand i think too like on the same note like kind of in the same vein of that mm-hmm. though i kind of this is just my opinion yeah. i feel like like some movies are just like just not meant for like super young for kids sure, and that's sure. also like that's also okay and like i know pixar always like they always did movies that like you know you are for all ages mm-hmm. where you could watch like where you could watch all ages but like i am kind of glad that they did this one movie where it is a little bit more of a narrower like yeah audience uh or audience i guess not narrow audience because again like i think anyone could enjoy like younger kids could still watch it and enjoy mm-hmm. it like they might not catch the lesson but i think too like sometimes like the lesson is going to be super specific to like a certain age group or whatever and like i don't know like i said i feel like there's not a lot of like good movies that are specifically geared towards like preteens or like you know te- teens that are just about to like go through pre- like i'm talking like the maybe like 10 to 13 range yeah or whatever. yeah middle grade yeah because like the problem is there is a lot of like stuff like that but either there'll be stuff with like kids and like that age in it either e- either it'll be too mature like something like big mouth or, or too yeah too mature like big mouth or you know where it's clearly just meant yeah, for adults, but like yeah, that it's about weird. that, or it'll be too young and they won't address any of like mm-hmm. the important things because it's like, oh well, this is for a young audience. We can't talk about these things because it's too uh, mature too, uh, for them. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like that, I, I understand wh- why like a super young kid probably wouldn't get the lesson or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that they're at least trying to go into a little more of a niche like group. Yeah. I guess with Pixar, because I feel like the one thing about Pixar is, like I said for all of their movies they kind of not it's not all the same formula but it's all like the type of thing where it, okay, it's set like the main characters are usually kids and then the lessons can be applied to everybody but i like this one where it's like you know it's an older age group and it's a very specific issue which is like a girl going through puberty mm-hmm. um and not and like i said they kind of did that with inside out but with inside out it was still kind of more on like the kid side of yes. things because with the anthropomorphic uh emotions and stuff like that and then they kind of you know make it in a broader sense where you know mm-hmm. it's okay to be sad like you know what i mean like that's a emotion that that's a lesson that everyone can can, agree can uh, to learn, learn about, about but it. when you're talking about yeah when you're going through puberty and everything's changing you gotta fix your relationship with your mom like that's very specific so yeah i just I'm, i am glad that like they're switching it up a little i too. do i do agree with that i just think still like i think i don't know i just think the lesson could have been stronger about like your relationship changed with your mom and that's okay 
And like I yeah. I do think they were there, but they didn't like emotionally get me. That's my thing. Like I feel like right. I was I'm the the target in a way. Like, no, not literally by age, but like by <laughs> experience, right? Like Yeah. Um and I didn't think they like like even this might be too much. This is again, it's not my movie. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but I would even like a, like a, f- a f- like that part where they were like, she's like, come back. Like I don't want this to change, and I felt, or maybe I'm literally it's Inside Out that's gonna keep getting to my head because in Inside Out there was literally like I think there was like a montage where her mom like her parents reflected on all the times when she was younger like there was like a for some reason there was like a montage of when she was like a baby and then when she turned older and like all these like things I felt like they could have a little bit done that with the mom and the daughter of like maybe scenes of them like together when they were younger because it seems like Mm. for her her mom was like her best friend for a long time before these girls like and this is and this is the whole thing of like, oh, she's like, oh, I have responsibilities. But I also think part of it is like, no, like this is like what I do with my mom every day after school. Like, I'm not going to stop that like ritual. And I think the fact that she kind of does want to stop that now, she feels like uh, guilty. But also she's like, this is what I really want. And I just wanted more of that like, mm, like final yeah. nail no, I see that coffin not coughing oh my goodness <laughs> nailing the coffin yeah yeah because yeah. i think it's like no, I, I could see yeah that. it's like the whole like growing up your parents are your whole world and then when you get older it's kind of like well you know there's other people who are cool too um mm-hmm. and then i say the last little thing that i didn't like very tiny but i'm this is me being like uh petty <laughs> is yeah. her friends forgave her quick like i'm just saying if i were oh. her friends i would have been like <laughs> go run back to your mama who i feel like yeah i feel like that's like maybe that was them also trying to throw in a little lesson where it's like sometimes your friends do stupid shit and yeah like, i think it was. they probably weren't thinking well like i feel like if they held a grudge against her that wouldn't have been very no like from this kids. is not a movie going stamp this is just okay, like okay, a, okay. a complaint like from like if we're talking like love simon friendship fight oh, resolve no, thing no, i would have been like yeah no, no that no, was no. messed up but with this one, I'm kind of like, you know, like, I feel like maybe they understood. They were like, I get it. Like, you know, your you're, like your mom was literally yelling at us. Because I was you know? like, girl, like you already know your mom don't like uh, what's her name. But they were also at a four town concert. So I feel like if I was at a four town concert and I was a fangirl, I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Let's listen. But to I was this like, concert. girl, like, <laughs> like <clears throat> I just needed something like because you know what I didn't like, I guess that made me more like, mm, OK, asterisk was it was the it, what's her name? the white friend i'm so sorry miriam (laughs) miriam is that her name yeah um she was the one who like kept her tamagotchi going like the whole time right yeah and i felt like that was a gesture that may lynn should have had like they kind of should have switched that you know like oh i see like Like having may lynn do something yeah like even if it's that small like i would have been like oh like you know whatever and then and then maybe Miriam's like, yeah, I kept your Tamagotchi alive, too. And then it's like, that's cute. I just needed a, a tiny gesture from her apart from mm. like, you know, sneaking into illegally into a concert. <laughs> illegally. Well, didn't she have a ticket? Oh, no, she didn't. No. Uh, maybe she bought a ticket. I don't know. Because they didn't get the how money. How did she get in then? No, because remember no, they did. That's how they bought the three tickets. No, they had enough money for three k- tickets. And oh, then she so was then like, let's she get do in? the party. She was supposed to do the yeah, t- yeah, yeah. and then he was but like, I just I'm wonder not- how Maylin got into the concert. At she the just end. flew she in. Jump. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. So she, I forgot. Yeah. It's been like I watched it right the day it came out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe I should have rewatched it. But no, it's all good. No, she literally like flew in. <laughs> okay. Dropped it. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Or even like, I don't know, maybe something with the tickets too that could have been cute. I don't know. I feel like that would have that's just me being again maybe she went and bought them all merch yeah like yeah right like I feel like I would have <laughs> not even blinked an eye if she's like I got you all like you know a four town keychain and the four town <laughs> super pack like I would have been like yeah that's I feel like that's accurate for 13 but I don't I still think a 13 year old would be like not you throwing me under the bus for your mama like <laughs> yeah provide the you know stuff but again that's just nitpicky I still think it was a good movie I think mm-hmm. my biggest thing is I just need more of these so that I don't have to like That's nitpick true. the That's one true. because like this one should be allowed to exist and like others should be around for me to like prefer mm. one over the other. You know what I mean? Like 
I don't know what else I need more of. What? More movies set in Canada. Facts. Oh, actually, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I love the scenery. Love, but me and my brother (laughs) kept laughing sometimes when the Canadian references were too Canadian. Like, did you notice? You might not know this. She had a moose um, car freshener. Oh. And I was like, I don't know if I saw that one, but yeah, there's definitely like, they're definitely packing on yes. like, the Canadian like, they were, like, stuff. I just thought it was funny. Like, cause you know, like Maylin, every time like she was in, in class or like at school or like she would literally be wearing like a can or like her pajama shirt. It's is, like, like a Canada, Canada yeah. shirt. And then she's wearing a toque that has a bunch of Canadian flags. But I think also that's kind of accurate though. Cause like, is it? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, especially growing up, like, I don't know if it was just me, but like my parents are always buying me stuff that said like Canada on it, Canada really? this, Canada that. All of my mom's like old, old clothes. Like she'd have a bunch of stuff that says can't because it's like when you come to the new country. Yeah, I you're guess, trying to. Like, oh, I gotta buy everything Canada. I and guess. You get all these hand me downs. I do have like a couple. Like I have a Toronto, Canada shirt that my mom got. Like that is accurate. But I feel like they just it just no. It was like obviously crazy. they gotta do it more for I, the movie because yes. they gotta really make it known that it's for sure. like set in Canada or whatever. But I laughed because I was like the moose one to me was like. That's something an American would do to make you that's think true, that's, that's true. Because I was like, anybody who lives in Toronto knows that we've probably never seen a, half of them have never seen a moose in their life, like up close. Yeah, that's true. That's like true. the what? And I was like, and also <laughs> if they're an immigrant family, I don't think they would be attracted. I don't know. This is a stere- uh, generalization, but I don't think they'd be into the moose. Like, like, I don't know. Yeah. Moose is like a weird thing right? that like. I feel like maybe one of the Pixar like executives is like, yeah, you should throw moose in. Yeah, because they're like, Canada, <laughs> like, where the moose, moose are. is like a thing that non-Canadians think is very Canadian, right? But, like, like they're like, oh, I don't like. I don't think I ever. I don't. I don't ever like think of moose ever. Often, like I don't. I don't know. Never in my life. Maybe like bro. maybe like beaver, I guess, but not not. I feel moose. like <laughs> I've like deer is more common of like a just if you had to like say an animal, like I'd be like, yeah, I've seen deer. Canadian animal, I would say like the the Canadian. Oh, you're saying Canadian animal specifically. Like an animal like that you think like when you think of Canada. When I like think what of animal Canada. do you think of? You know what I mean? I guess I don't know why I think of blue jays, but I don't know. <laughs> that's just I was thinking like the can like the Canada goose, like Yeah, the I mean? goose like is the, that's a good one, yeah. That, them shits are everywhere. Honestly, I would think I mean? of the Actually I think it's a little inaccurate that I didn't see a single Canada goose in this Facts. movie. Those goose will find you. They're actually scary, the geese, bro. Those geese will find you anywhere yes, and everywhere, anyway. including in downtown Toronto. So I would have like, I would have to see one like flying by. That is <laughs> Especially accurate. since it's May. Ooh. Since it's like the, this movie set in like April, May, they should have been flying back to like, Facts? they should have been doing their migration. Literally could have had one scene where she's running away from one because that's accurate. Yeah, you know? that would have been like exactly. Yes, exactly. that makes sense. The moose one, I was like, this is. That's what I'm saying. Moose are like, I feel like not as common of an animal that people think maybe because we don't to live me, in the country we don't live in like the in the in muskoka i know shit, but you know i feel I mean? like, like geese are like the city animals yeah but that's what i'm saying it's set in toronto like what are you doing like i feel like it's like it's almost like if they made a movie set in miami and then they bring a crocodile like it's like i yeah i guess there are <laughs> crocodiles true. in florida but like or alligators or whatever but it's like is this yeah my only thing see i don't really, i didn't really mind like all the little can i think like i loved it when they're in the kitchen and there's like a box of tim horton that was the best bits on that the table the and but like also, it's the old logo too the like logo, they really but thought I was that like, were the flavors accurate because i was like i feel like the birthday cake one i was like that's new. oh yeah no that's not accurate. yeah i was like that is <laughs> but not that i'll get it for but yeah, like the one thing i wish they had done though like this like literally the tiniest thing would have made it so much better is if they taught the actors how to pronounce toronto properly what did they say? Because Toronto. Oh, they kept saying that? I'm like, that's that's literally how you know. Like, that was just the one thing where I was like, ah. Oh, like, I they could have at least that. just been like, I just noticed, especially. Matriarchy. Girl, girl, Sandra right. O. Sandra O, you are from Canada. No way, she is. Pronouncing it Toronto. Yeah. <gasps> no. I'm pretty sure. She, I don't think she was born in Toronto. I think she's from like like London, Ontario. Or something oh, like interesting. No, Let but me look it up. Matri- I think maybe like Matri- Ramakrishnan. Sorry if I'm butchering last name. She should have set them straight. She's from Saga. Like. Like, well that's what i'm saying yeah. like and i don't think matri's um character ever had to say the word toronto but i bet if she did she probably would have said it properly true it's not like but she's actually in the recording studio with the other people i, I think oh say. she's from like ottawa um what's it called sandra yeah, o. Uh, sandra o's from ottawa oh, i but, had no idea yeah but that was like i know like the other voice actors who play like maylin and all those people mm-hmm. uh they're all american so like they literally could have just been like oh when you're saying toronto say toronto not toronto yeah because that just makes it so inaccurate like especially if they live in toronto yeah. no one in toronto would be like yeah i'm from toronto like yeah. no. 
No, honestly, that was just like the I one thing where I was like, like, oh, man, man like I wish they would have said it like that. That's true. I felt like, but it was hilarious because, like, I think the part of why we were laughing is like every scene they were like CN Tower, it's there. Like, it's just, I, oh, yeah, I like. But I mean, it. again, it is kind of accurate because yes. whenever, whenever you're in downtown, like, it's always there. you just turn around and it's, it's there. there. Like, it's it's I, big. I'm so not it's gonna be them. in the like, background of accurate. everything. It's just funny to me. Like, it's like, oh yeah, I think it's funny because we're again we're not used to it. Yeah, like I get like people if any movie set in New York, like they're probably so used to it by now because there was like a thousand and I think like, a million they rolled their eyes. Like they're like, ugh you can't get to the empire state building and to this place in two seconds like those oh yeah. that true but then i don't think they'll be like oh they're in like the movie set in the area where the empire state building is oh why is the empire state building in every shot yeah, in the no, background like you know what i mean i think they're just used to it for sure. but for us we're literally not used to that at all no. like a movie being so like there are stuff set in toronto but they're not as like toronto outward yeah they're not like as enthusiastic about it i guess like mm-hmm. the only other movie i can think about the top of my head right now that's like also like set in toronto and is not trying to like like it's it's in toronto is like the f word yeah i thought you were with, gonna say uh, that too yeah daniel radcliffe and stuff but obviously that's like a rom-com they're not trying to be like oh my god canada yeah. <laughs> but like you know what i mean but so i thought it was fun to see like just this movie being so aggressively like Toronto set in Canada. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. Like, I think there should be more like just movies that are set so that it doesn't have to be like this a weird obnoxious. thing to be like, Oh my God, the CN tower. Yeah. Or she's like getting on the TTC or mm-hmm. whatever. Like that should be as common as like movies where they get on the subway, like the New York city subway. Yeah. You know, I think it's like, I think we're slowly going to get there. I think this is like, I obviously so. one step um, in the right direction. Hopefully I think. Um, yeah. I would. I'm surprised that like Vancouver hasn't demanded more respect because the amount <laughs> that's of that's true. That's true. No, the, the amount, amount of movies, movies they film there. film there is actually like. Oh yeah. Not- oh, actually, funny you mentioned that. So I was watching a movie uh, the other day. It's called Fresh. I don't okay. know if you heard of it. No. It's starring uh, Sebastian Stan, aka the Winter Soldier, oh. um, and like Daisy Edgar Jones, who I only know personally from Normal this guy People. Is it's in like a, a, lot of a show. Now, eh? Yeah. So it's basically like a romance thriller yeah thriller mystery gory movie like it's about this girl who goes on this date with this guy and he turns out to be like a cannibal but anyways um it's like on disney plus Mm -hmm. it's really weird but anyways that movie is like set in portland or like set in like utah not utah portland oregon okay like west coast united states Mm -hmm. but um the movie was filmed in vancouver and it's funny because in one of the shots like they're outside and then the camera like pans to like the where the street is behind them and you can literally see like like clear as day literally no effort to conceal it a shopper's drug mart and it's so funny (laughs) because it's like they didn't even try like and also what like what would you have lost by making this movie set in vancouver right i mean so i feel like that was such like a slap in the face and be like yeah this is definitely in canada but we're just gonna pretend like it's not that was literally how i felt when we watched um broken hearts gallery broken hearts gallery like this is toronto like I, yeah. I just as soon as the buildings, I was like, "This is Toronto." Like, why are you pretending this is New York? Like, you didn't even. Yeah. And I was like, "Why is this man driving in a car in New York too?" Like, this is exactly. Why does this man own a car mm-hmm. in New York City? Like this broke man. Anyway, we already did an episode on that. You can go yeah. and watch the Tart episode where we talked about yep. how annoying it is that it's filmed in Toronto. So obviously, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I'm, I was excited that this movie was like it's made. Like the director obviously is from like Toronto. Yeah, like, she wrote. She went to Sheridan. Uh, wrote. Um, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's fun to see, especially like a Pixar, like a big studio yeah. movie um, that is just set in Canada to be like, you know, Canadians are just like everyone else, okay? Mm-hmm. We go through our own problems just like everyone else. Yeah. We're human too. I think it's so cool that she got to write this movie though. Isn't that amazing? Like, oh, that's awesome. Being like, Literally. I want to write... Like that is that is the dream for me, honestly, to be at the mm-hmm. point where I'm writing the kind of stuff that I would have loved when I was like, yeah, younger. well, like I love when she, I love listening, like reading all the articles and all the interviews and stuff where she talks about like all the inspirations for the movie. Mm-hmm. Like like I was reading uh, a thing before, like she took inspiration from, from some of the anime she grew up like watching nice. and then she took some inspiration from like Lizzie McGuire Aww. and then like uh the boy band was inspired by like some of the k-pop groups that she liked mm-hmm. and like stuff like that like i just like i thought it was so cool because you can like so clearly see how it's like her yeah as like a movie like Bruh. she just put so much of herself she, into it I she think literally awesome. stole my dream like i said that as soon as he said it was like mm-hmm. a coming of age back in the early 2000s center on i was like stop it i was like no yeah literally i was like oh my god that's why i was so excited too because i was like it's gonna like when i saw the trailer mm-hmm. and i just saw how much of like toronto and i was like oh my yeah god, I, which is weird i hadn't actually which is like one of the first for me i hadn't seen the trailer at all like i went into the movie completely blind really oh my Aside god i remember when it first me, came out 
about it. I don't know why. Oh. I just didn't like. It just didn't. Come I saw out. when it first came out. The song that was playing in the trailer was um, "It's Gonna Be Me" by uh, uh, Sync. No but way. But you know how they pronounce it? It's gonna be May. So it's like May. Oh, you know, that's like funny. May. And the movie set in May. I didn't know that until oh. I watched the movie. But um, the trailer was so cute. It's basically just her like running through the streets of downtown. As a it was panda. like a teaser, I guess, of like uh, yeah, mm-hmm. as the panda, and like she's like running past people, and everyone's like, oh, uh, <laughs> and then like it's like it's gonna be May. No, yeah. I hadn't seen it at all, which I oh, I don't no, mind. I it was out. interesting to go into something blind. Like some people talk about that. Yeah, I don't think though. Like um, Disney is not a big spoiler of their movies, like ever. No, that's their what I'm saying. The trailer didn't really like, reveal anything. It was literally just her like running like, through as a panda, right? and then like people being like, <gasps> like I remember people being shocked that Tangled was a musical including me because they oh so, i don't even remember that they That's so, so little like with the teasing in the trailers they literally mm. just showed like flynn trying to catch rapunzel's hair and it, it was like way too heavy that was it and i was like okay oh. yeah no i didn't know going to turning red i didn't know that it was going to be about like a boy band like i didn't know the boy band was even like I, wouldn't, I didn't think it would be, be that thing. integral to the story. I figured, Me too. Like, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I, I knew there was, like, going to be something, like, I think I remember hearing, but it wasn't in the trailer, at least that I, mm-hmm. the one that I watched, didn't say anything about there being, like, a boy band. And yeah. then I remember, like, just before the movie, or when the movie had just come out and I was, like, about to watch it, someone said, like, someone was talking about it and they're like, oh, yeah, most of the movie consists of them trying to get to, like, a boy band concert. And I was like, really? Like, yeah, I did not I get that at all. Like, I didn't even know that was going to be, uh, like, yeah, such an integral part to the story. Yeah. But I was happy about it because... Like I said, at that age, I was doing the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I feel like the only movie um, like in that space that did have like a trailer that kind of said everything was Soul to me. Like Soul, mm, not everything. I still haven't watched Soul. Oh, but, you haven't. But the premise yeah. is very much like explained in the trailer, which they kind of have to because it's like about the afterlife. Yeah. So I feel like you can't just like casually get into that. So I, yeah. yeah, like I feel like people need to understand from the jump. And also it was going to have their first like Disney Plus release. So I feel like you need to build more hype rather than like right. if it was like under normal circumstances. But that brings me uh, before we close out quickly mm-hmm. to our short question, because this is like the this is the third release, right? No. Second technically Pixar release. No, third. I'm right. They did soul solely on um, Disney Plus. They released it for free. They did mm-hmm. onwards also, and this is and the Luca. third one, turning red. What about Luca? And Luca is that is that Pixar though? I think so. Oh, okay, well then this is the fourth one. Let me double check. Yeah, it Luca? is. It is. It is. It is. You're right. I forgot about onward. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. Eh? So onward was so like uh, just passed by. Yeah, like nobody so talked it was, about it. Mm, it was mid. I think that's why. Again, we did an episode on that too. You can go and listen to that one. Oh my gosh, we, we did. Our, uh, yeah, see, because we had nothing else to do. I'm sorry. There was literally nothing else coming out. Yeah. So we were like, so sorry. It onward. is for, this is the fourth one now. You're accurate about Right. Um, yeah. So how do we feel with, but a lot of people have been kind of complaining about Pixar's trajectory not being as like, I mean, to be honest, the last movie they released before this whole thing was Coco. So <laughs> I think people are it's like... It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, I'll i just say right now, yeah. like, I just feel bad for the people I at Pixar. Know. Because they're putting all this work into their movies. Yeah. And I get there's a pandemic and that you can't really do anything about mm-hmm. that. But right now, like, I remember hearing, like, their excuse for turning red being released on disney plus was like oh but like pandemic whatever yeah. meanwhile literally all of the movie theaters in the states were open mm-hmm. like there was no lockdowns whatsoever no literally spider-man no way home had just come out three months earlier not like a week earlier so they didn't have time to think three months earlier no, and you know what's dumb too? and made they like did... amazing box office yeah. money and they were like no nah, we're gonna put on disney plus and it's also i feel like it was dumb too because encanto came out like not too much yeah, earlier and they, before that they and that is in- an animated like because they could argue oh like kids because no way home is a adult movie so you could argue that uh, families might not come out but families came out for Encanto so it's like that's what I'm saying yeah. so I think that was like the dumbest excuse mm-hmm. um I think that they just did that because they didn't want to I don't know give it a word but like I feel like they're screwing over like Disney is like screwing over Pixar right now a little bit yeah uh and because the thing or is when they get put on disney plus on like back burner for sure yeah yeah because like putting it on disney plus like literally like I, I know when they release in theaters disney gets still a lot of the money mm-hmm. but like disney plus is a 
streaming service owned by Disney, not yeah. by Pixar. So like they're just not getting the money that they deserve I mean, from like the box office sales. Spe- like technically speaking, we know that they would get a cut because it's the whole. Company. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know but. Disney's still gonna get a cut, but like you're putting it on a platform that's like just like very much like disney platform yeah. Or whatever. oh yeah and then we have this little movie like turning red or whatever like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i feel like it kind of just sucks for like people at pixar and the fact that like i heard some stories too about like how um like disney is cracking down on like pixar movies like they're not letting them put certain like scenes in the movies and stuff like that like mm. i think they wanted to have like they're saying i don't know exactly you can look it up but there were some scenes in turning red that they wanted to have in there and disney was like no you can't do that yeah like you can't have that in there like it's just like i just feel bad you yeah. know that happens a lot though with pixar period like pixar yeah i heard that with up they kind of had to fight a lot to even allude to the miscarriage that she had in the mm. in the beginning sequence remember when they had a kid and then yeah, yeah work yeah. out um that was like a big deal like it was already like you and that was like a widely released two movie so they were like shaking in their boots about that so disney's always been a stickler yeah. oh they've definitely always been that when it comes to pixar films because pixar as we've seen likes to push the envelope and like really deal with deep emotions and like for sure and that's what i'm saying like i just feel bad for them almost a little bit yeah. that they're under disney because it's like i feel like they don't have the the opportunity to like do like go as far as they yeah. want to go and then reap the rewards for sure from and i think that so like it just sucks yeah and i think for people who don't know like pixar literally runs like almost like a startup i know it sounds dumb but mm-hmm. it does like they have does. a small knit team of people who have been working there for like 20 years and they, all of mm-hmm. them work on the projects together like there's always um i forget like, the, there's always the same, same names same that are names always there. put there because they supervise it they make sure like obviously they delegate but they're making sure like the stories that's why their brand is so consistent like you, yeah. you never like you know when it's a pixar movie you go like oh that's a pixar movie because exactly people are supervising it so closely versus like disney um on the other hand like disney animation will say um, yeah works more like, like everything like all like, people pitching time. stuff to them and then they'll decide what they take on so they can mm-hmm. like you can be kind of a stranger and kind of pitch something to them and they'll take it or you could be an employee and they'll take it but it doesn't really matter as much to them versus pixar is very much like from within and um yeah i think that's again works to the fact that that's kind of upsetting to them because it's like these people have been there since day dot and they're like you know really working on that and And they're trying to like all of their movies is always like trying to like push the envelope and like talk about stories that thing right i just it just sucks that like they're just disney keeps like pushing them down right and you stay down and you know what i'm really worried about is and I believe this wholeheartedly. I think because Coco's success was so big, that's why Encanto could even happen. Because Disney mm. kind of tests. Because let's be real. I think Pixar has a better brand, let's say. Like people think, mm-hmm. oh, Pixar like is going to be high end, right? People still like Disney movies, obviously. But I just think yeah. like there's... But a- now there's just so much variety of right? Disney stuff that like it's not like... Disney isn't always synonymous now with like being good quality, right? Versus Pixar is. So I feel like Coco was kind of a test run. And it was honestly, Mm. it was for even for Pixar because it was like one of their first like real people movies. Um, Yeah, that's true, actually. And I think because it did so well and like even like in the Academy Awards and everything, um, I think that's why they went with Encanto. And I'm worried that Turning Red didn't get the um, chance it deserved. Mm-hmm. And neither did well. Hopefully, now that like ever, yeah. a lot of people are talking about it, hopefully. Like, really popular, but I'm just but worried they didn't get the box office number. Yeah, right. Sucks. I'm worried they're not gonna they're not gonna be able they're or they're gonna use it as like a crutch to be like, mm. oh, we we can't make an Encanto Asian version, for example. I I know that doesn't make any sense, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. Or even Soul was with a black man, so same idea. Like, um, I think Soul even worse than because Soul again very much under the radar. It just kind of but yeah, but um. Turning red, I agree with you. TikTok seems to, like you said, a lot of people are talking about it. So I'm not as yeah. worried about them, but I do worry because they be, they're looking, they always look for excuses. Like any way they can. Like, oh, I know. Well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the excuses that they used to not give it a theater, theatrical release was like the dumbest thing ever. Yes. And it was like literally, it was on the cusp of being it. Like we, me and Monica, oh, they announced we it like two weeks before. In yeah. They, they announced it like two weeks before or something. They were like, oh, yeah, we're not putting it in theaters. Yeah. Like that just sucks. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It was just, it's lame. And I hope, I hope it like, by backfires, I mean like in, in favor of turning around, like in the way that yeah. almost like 
like some Netflix stuff that goes viral. Like I hope that's kind of I hope Disney's keeping track of that stuff. Like that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I hope, I hope so too because I know Netflix is literally equipped to keep track of that stuff because it's the only way they keep track yeah. of anything. <laughs> Versus Disney, I could see them being kind of foolish and not really, you know, taking into consideration like how many people are tuning in and stuff. So yeah, no, I hope so but too. Yeah, because like it just sucks. Yeah, again, like with the whole Pixar thing, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it obviously like they got bought out by Disney a long time ago but I feel like it just sucks that like they haven't been given as much like freedom I guess For as sure. they should be getting. For sure. Um okay. So, finally, we're going to give our letter grade to the movie. Mhm. Sure. I I've you been can conflicted. Go first. I don't know. I'm going to put a slash. I know that's not a thing, but I'm doing okay. it. Okay. I'm do I'm giving it Okay, I'm going to give it an A minus because it's like it really did that. It tried. It did that thing. Like, I feel like I have to give it props for being the first and just, you know, for breaking boundaries in a sense, for sure. Yeah. However, like for me, f- like feeling wise, I think I'd probably like lower it down to a B plus at some point because I think the like for me, the emotional payoff just wasn't like there there for me. And I kind of right. I was looking for that. Like I was re- like I was ready and they didn't get me. But that's OK. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I would just say. For me, I'm just like. I movies that make me cry are usually not the movies that I like to rewatch. Mm-hmm. So I I love a good happy a B movie. movie yeah. Um. So for me, I would give it like maybe like a a lower range A. Mm-hmm. Like you know how a, a sometimes I guess on I, I remember like my grading scale from high school and A was like an eighty five to a ninety five. It's a pretty big range. Whoa. So I'm thinking like more in like the eighty five range A. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for us, I guess A minus was like eighty to eighty five, and then A was eighty five to ninety five, and then A plus was ninety five to hundred. Oh really? So. My school's ninety is an A plus, and then what? Yeah, it's oh, like that's weird. It's like weird. A is like a smaller range i was here getting like a 93 in my class and it was still an a so oh, for your i mean i'm sure that the profs adjusted however it's supposed to be but i had like a yeah well anyways like yeah that's whatever. that's how i kind of that's how i picture like the yes. grades in my head i guess no i think so that's i would fair. give it like a a low range a so like yeah. 85 to 87 kind of range i mean rotten tomatoes gave it a 94 so it's like killing yeah. it um i could see that uh what's it called and then uh, audience score is 85. So I think that's really good. Yeah. that's. I think it's, pre- I think it's very like fair. Uh, reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right, guys. That was our review of Turning Red. We hope Thanks you... Thanks for joining. You know, enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, for Town Forever. Yes. Is that what they say? And they put their little hands in the middle and go like... Boo. For Town I don't know. I forgot what they say. Uh, okay. I think it's For Town Forever. Yeah. Well, I just oh I know okay sorry I forgot to mention this earlier but another thing that was super accurate when they're like if they're called Four Town why are there five of oh, them yeah <laughs> that, that was, was funny. Really funny yeah um, but yeah but yeah good movie go watch it if you haven't I don't know why if you, you haven't seen it yeah if you haven't like, seen it you, you should doing? definitely go watch it These kids. like it's come on yeah <laughs> I don't I never understand it's really people good. who listen and have it come on what are you doing but go watch the movie go, watch go the enjoy movie. it it's fun mm-hmm. it's, cute. it's cute and. Yeah, thanks for joining us for this episode of Roasting Movies by the Fire. Yes, we hope you. We will catch you next week. Yeah. Next week, next time. Next time. Um, for a very exciting episode. Yes. I'm very excited. So am I. I have. I still have to prepare though. I'm very behind on my. Oh, girl, I've been over preparing. I don't know how else to say that. Shoot, I have so many things I have to do still for that episode. So it's all good. We've got time. We've got time. Yeah, you've got. And I will. I'll do it. You've got a royal amount of time. Wink that doesn't even make sense but <laughs> wait what it was trying to make a pun but it didn't work that's it that's all oh you know what hmm? i uh i thought i was thinking about something else but oh, yeah okay now i also have even more things i have to do <laughs> shoot i totally forgot that ne- about what next week's thing was i mi- i mixed it up oh oh you th- i think i know what you thought it was and it's not that no yeah okay. but it's still the same sentiment i haven't you got a lot haven't of stuff started to do, anything basically. for that one yes so yeah i have a lot of things to do for that one all righty we'll catch all you right. guys next time and um, catch you guys next time bye bye <laughs>